Hello everyone and welcome to the MoPod, brought to you by MoDate, where we discuss everything Mo, from modern orthodoxy to my opinions and more. I'm your host Evan Harris and we have a great guest for you today. Let's get to it. Today we're sitting down with Luke Connolly. How are you, Luke? I am well, Evan. I'm well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So before we get started, I just want to ask, do you consider yourself a shotgun? Uh, considering I can't even properly pronounce it, I'm going to say no. Um, but I, I definitely love the concept of it. Um, we're very happy and proud of what we've done with ICE today. And, um, I think the, the, the baseline of it is, is bringing together relationships and, and helping, you know, Jewish singles find that other half of their soul. That's kind of like how it's written in, in the, the holy books and stuff. It's, it's about bringing people together and f- completing one's oneself. And I, I love that concept. And I think, you know, we've been really fortunate to see that happen through our platform. And um, and I'm really grateful for that. I just I would I would err on the side of caution of, of too much of saying, oh, yeah, I am, because I think there is a real I think it's almost close to a, a religious um, devotion. There is there is some form of very wholesome um, part of a, of a person that takes on that that um that part of themselves and you know yes there's sometimes there's little thank yous from a financial perspective but the vast majority of, of those who are doing it are doing it because they they're trying to bring people together and they, they want to help the faith they want to help the community they want to help you know their 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 sense of who they are and, and who everyone is so i think we're happy and i think in a number of ways yes but i'd say on the bigger picture i think i like the the idea but i'll i'll err on the side of caution and say probably not all right. So before we dive too deep into Isodate, let's just dive into your background, where you're from, and how did you get involved in the dating industry? Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm a bit of a, a mongrel, uh, as, uh, as my mother used to say. So I was uh, born to an Irish mother and technically an Irish father who's kind of raised in England from a young age. Um, born in England, spent a lot of my life, early years, back and forth to, to Ireland, um, kind of... Uh, very very wholesome kind of community upbringing and moms from a very small village uh where i used to joke that there's more letters in the town name than there are people living <laughs> in it um which is you know when you've experienced that you know coming back to a big city like birmingham which is the second biggest in england where i was raised is, is a very different world um so i was very very grateful for that and that opportunity moved to canada when i was a wee 25 uh, year old lad um all this promise all this thought met a girl previous to that hadn't worked out and then decided to just give it a go anyways and and, you know didn't really look back loved it met some great people and my marketing background kind of was was marketing advertising public relations you know i was i was a qualified you know i I had a a first class degree in, in journalism and marketing communications so i'd done that for a number of years got bored of journalists and writers getting paid nothing and thought well this is not exactly what i want so I did a number of roles and did a lot of hosting and all kinds of stuff. But one of the jobs I did in kind of the later years that I really loved was I worked for a couple of big uh, dating companies. One was just a contract that I picked up. Another was they came directly to me and, you know, one was match.com and running their in-person events and seeing, you know, how how I could affect people's lives through that was was really interesting, really quite exciting and um, helping people, you know, communicate. And I think back to one of my favorites and my first I ever did back in England and it was, I'll always remember the, the poor guy. You'd always see the same guys. And, you know, we get a lot on the platform, a lot of people I talk to still, guys who aren't the most outwardly confident, stuff like that. And they'd come in, 
to this live event direct from work. They'd grab a beer, they'd grab a pint, and they'd be there and they'd be looking over. And you'd see, you'd catch them looking at a particular woman or someone who'd caught their eye, but they just wouldn't know how to engage the conversation. And a lot of the times there was one particular guy and he was just having a couple of drinks, building up what we'd call Dutch courage in the UK. He finally went over and the woman, you know, it's so funny. They, I used to joke women hunt in packs. You know, they don't come alone. They'll come with all their female friends who aren't single. And so for a man who's also not that confident going over, and I, I just watched this guy go over, all the women look up at the same time and look at him, and he just did a full, full 360 and went straight back to the bar. So I went over, talked to him, brought him over, got her, got them, and they ended up actually going off, dating, and actually getting married. Oh, it was wow. the first taste that I'd had of that. Like, it was one of my first events. Obviously, I didn't hear about the marriage until, like, a year and a bit later. or like, But it was it really something really kind of stuck in me. And when um, COVID happened in 2020, you know, I'd been working as a marketing consultant for big brands, doing live events, experiential marketing, stuff like that. And obviously, all that stopped. So I saw an opportunity. I, I met my co-founder, Greg, and, and our other co-founder, Laylit. And um, between us, we decided, right, let's 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 kind of go on this idea I've had and let's develop it more. And and then, you know, isolate the platform was was kind of born. And uh, yeah, that's that's kind of how it started and, and where, where we're right now. All right. That's an awesome story. So you mentioned that you started Isodate during COVID, at the beginning of COVID. So what is Isodate for all the listeners that don't know? Yeah, exactly. So I think by the time this has gone off, um, we're probably actually sat under a different name of Ditto. So we've gone through this very, very major rebrand. I'm very excited to kind of go to market with this bigger pitch. But from the get-go, Isolate was all about helping people date better. And that's what we're continuing with Ditto. It's about making relationships more about the person, not the profile. And I think, you know, even from what you're doing with, with Mode, it's it's an idea of trying to bring people together in a more organic and, and, and natural way. And, you know, that was it because I realized, you know, I've never had a problem going up and, and initiating conversation. The one thing I've always had to hold back on is, is talking too much. I got in trouble at school. And and yet when it came to dating, you know, I was just categorically bad at at, at, at uh, dating on apps. I just I just didn't because I like to talk. So I communicate that in a lot of mess you know messages and I'd and people would say, hey, it's too much. It was intense. And I never understood it. It's like, well, you know, you're matching with all these people. I'm trying to stand out. I'm trying to engage you in, in a fun. And like how am I meant to play this? And I think people got to a stage and I, I very much believe that people are very burnt out you know when it doesn't matter whether they're jewish whether they're christian whether they're indian whether they're just you know a general data in new york or in london or wherever they are just burnt out with the journey and i think so many of us actually although it's crazy part of us longs for the time that land that you know the, the the land that time forgot you know the dating journey of our grandparents or of our parents where you know they met one person and they, they you know and there are downsides to that there are a lot of relationships that probably shouldn't have stayed together but they did but there is also something very wholesome about you know actually really giving yourself to one person and focusing and like trying to bring that attention span back and that's that's kind of what we've done is by making your first interaction a video speed date, like it's a short interaction, but it's long enough for you to get an understanding of what a person is like, how they perceive the world, how they perceive you. Are they crazy? You know, like, are, are you going to message on an app and then meet someone like, oh, wow, Luke is is nuts. I, I, I 
can't deal with this. You need to know these before you you kind of agree to meet. So the platform is all about literally what I said. It's it's people, not profiles. It's about you know it's about being your true, honest version of yourself. And you know people fall in love with with personalities. They don't fall in love with looks. Looks are you know what catch your eye or or this or attraction. But it's the it's the soul. It's it's who they are that you really fall for and, and build a lasting relationship with. So, so that's kind of what we're, we're continuing with Ditto. Okay. So will Ditto be the same virtual speed dating kind of system or will there be additional features or how exactly will that work? Yeah. So obviously, you know, I suppose for everyone listening right now, we are recording this pre, you know, uh, official launch, but by the time it goes out, um, it, it will be a wholly different situation. There's going to be a, a lot more. There's going to be two fully integrated apps that are ready to go um, built in a way that, that helps users date better. It's going to the core value of what I say was trying to do is still what we're bringing over, but now it's on a far bigger level. You know, we have these ideas of these, these, I, well, I won't say, and, and you know, just in case, but there are these very, very unique experiences once, twice, three times a week that that are going to engage, a, you know, a New York Jewish single community in a different way. Um, you know, it's it's about something fun, something bigger, like bringing the idea of events and and excitement, and also dating, but also convenience and speed. You know, that's the two things we we don't want to say that you should rush a date, but at the same time. 10 hours a week swiping is which is the general um average right now is is categorically wrong that's broken there's something really not right there so we're going to fix that we're going to make your your initial experiences really quicker if you can do an event that's fun you had a fun kind of experience at the beginning and then you got you know eight to ten dates and you got met this great guy or vice versa it's going to be a lot easier to to move forward because you you know a little bit about them. You've, you know, asked about, you know, what's their observance level? You've got to understand a bit about their family. You know, are they open to relocation? Like, do they ever think about moving back to Israel? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's all these questions that, uh, do they want kids? Have they already got kids? You know, things that, obviously, if anyone hasn't done one of these yet, probably don't ask if they have kids on the first three or four minute interaction you have. It's maybe a little intense, ask them about who they are and, and their personality and get to know them. Um, but yeah, we, you know, this is the idea. There's, there's a lot of fully fledged ideas. There's very nuanced events. So if people are looking for, you know, very observant events, we'll have those still. Um, if they're looking for just what I love, one of my favorite terms, Jewish, you know, I, I think it's a, it's a great term. And if people want that, then yeah, we're going to have that a lot more kind of just open. Everyone can come. You're Jewish, but you want to, you're nothing too, too kind of specific. But if you're looking for, you know, someone that has the same observance, the same preference to what they're looking for in a partner, then then we're still going to have those events. But we're going to make the post uh, experience a lot more enjoyable. It's going to be quicker. It's going to be easier to communicate. It's going to be a lot more fun. And we're going to really really push the user to continue that video first presence and that that voice presence because we we don't want you to finish a video date and then just become this because that that isn't what we're about and i just don't think people are the best versions of themselves if they're just texting because they're not thinking about it all right very cool so how many hours a week did you say the average person spends swiping it's crazy it's uh, 10 to 12 is that's the, wild yeah average millennial and and just to give you a bit more on that that isn't even dating that is literally swiping messaging getting rejecting getting ghosted that is just trying to get to 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 a date 
And the average number at the moment for people that that are getting a date from their matches is about 24%. Wow. And if you if you take in other figures where in a thousand swipes, um, there was a big study in, uh, by a university in the UK in 2018, thousand swipes, two generic profiles, male, female, which they classified to be about the same level of, you know, quote unquote attraction. And, and they, they animated, you know, they, they, there was someone messaging from, uh, but there were stock pictures, right? But they wanted to see the male received eight, 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 eight matches in a thousand swipes. And the wow. female received about 90. So if you're that one guy who's matched with one of these girls and you know even a little bit of these figures, you're already going up against, let's say, 30 other guys. So straight away, you, you that's, that's a tough fight. And then you've got to be engaging. And then you've got to try and get her attention when people aren't thinking about dating apps in the right way. And then you've got to make sure that it's interesting enough that she responds and that you're you know, keeping an eye on your phone enough and that, that, you know, it's hard to work. It's hard to do anything when your, your focus is not on your work. So it's, there's so many parts that just lead into it being a broken system. And it's, you know, if you want a casual thing, then, then then that's, I really think vast majority of dating apps are not that people can't find happiness and haven't found, you know, all the big apps have had tons of results and success. Great. But when the vast majority of users coming into it are feeling already dejected or already like a bit down with the, the process you know it's it's going to be you know disappointing and for a 24 percent success rate to actually get to a day and then less than a six percent from from that 24 percent into a second day there's serious problems there and, and every human being is just going to be like I, I can't do this we're just going to burn out yeah that's wild i didn't know those stats but that's great to have and yeah it's, it's funny because as we transition this conversation into more of the Jewish dating world in the modern Orthodox dating world, you kind of have the opposite problem, not, not in the sense anything casual or anything like that. It's actually a lot less casual in the modern Orthodox dating world. And I would say that the majority of matches actually turn into dates or at least a way higher percentage, maybe not the majority, but, Absolutely. but there are more females than males generally on whatever apps or platforms modate included that are in the specific world but as as you mentioned earlier you yourself are not jewish and isodate and now ditto are really entering heavily into the jewish world so just want to hear about how that happened and what you've learned along this journey for sure and you know i i think it's something that i'm very cognizant of and very careful like on how i how i approach this you know because We've had people that that have turned around and said, "Well, you know, what do you? Why do you think you have the right to be here or in this space?" Or you know, and it's a, I, I understand their frustrations, but at the end of the day, you know, creed, race, color, religion, none of it matters for me if you're helping that a community, if you're doing something positive. Sure. And and we found the vast majority of people they've you know they've they've responded well to it. Now in the early days, I'll be honest, like. So much of it was because it was a community that was so internally intrinsically focused in finding a match. You know, it's it's a it's a huge part of being Jewish, isn't it? Like I, I don't think that's unfair to say. And um, I think as we kind of further progress in this, it's like it's understanding, and it's always been from day one, it's it's understanding, it's learning about, you know, the the nuances, the the variant, variant ways that people uh, describe their observance levels. Like there are so many ways of looking at it and you, you know talking of the modern orthodox world even that itself is 
is so intrinsically confusing at times. And and, to, and yet you, you, you spoke about it, you know, there is a problem. There is a problem there. And like you have a literal crisis where you have this, 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 this group of, of females who are wonderful, passionate, driven, smart, intelligent, and they, they, they're desperate to find, find this partner. And they, they can't because the way it skews is that so many of the guys have got, you know, have, have gone, and date and, and ended up marrying younger so you you literally have this, this and this isn't me saying this is this is this is fact this is where so many are, are coming in and trying to address is that this this kind of 29 to 36 37 year old female is, is stuck in a world where it's really it's almost hard to compete so to speak and i think the only way around that is 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 literally about you know engaging the people connecting the people in a better way the way that you do it with your connectors i think is a brilliant way i think it's it's about saying right okay guys stop worrying about age stop worrying about this like look at the person don't worry if she's 32 33 because 32 33 year olds are totally fine and and still can can do everything and you know you know my mom is a midwife and last week a woman gave birth to her first child at 48 you know, so wow. if that's the worry of a person said modern medicine and science and all kinds of things are, are making the world a very different place. But it's how do we readdress these issues? And, you know, as we've we kind of gone on this journey, we've we've always been very mindful to to learn first and to to respond second, because we feel that we we, we feel very adamant in what we're doing. We feel very confident in, in helping a community. We've, you know, in the, in the, in the brief couple of years that we've been operating, you know, maybe 18 months, to just two years of, of the events, you know, obviously when we've recorded this podcast, you know, we've seen six engagements in our modern Orthodox events. That's not like relationships, that's engagements. And we wow. are incredibly, incredibly proud of that because, you know, to take it away, that is, six seven future children eight children nine children that have been born from the product of what we put together helping people we've had emails they can you get emails and you'll start to get them obviously with the platform where people are like i'd lost hope i you know i was i was so frustrated and when you get one email all the frustrations of, of business and trying to get things right and, and working out am i right to do this is this the right decision for those one beautiful email or text where you say hey i just want to let you know i met this person at one of your events I've I was having the worst time and I've I'm, I've never been so happy or I just feel so so grateful. It's it just gives you such hope and you kind of go okay cool. So for me, it doesn't matter about being Jewish or Christian or black or white or like any of this. It's about helping people be happy and helping people succeed. And and listen, if you want to be single your whole life, fantastic and and more credit to you. But if you want to find someone to to spend that life with. We're here to help and we, we want to make sure that we do it in a better way. And so we look at the problems and we go, right, what's the solution? That's every company that, that moves forward, any new company should be doing that. That's number one thing of what's the problem? What's your solve? And and we're trying to solve that by making it about people. And it, it'll take time, you know, and, and Rome wasn't built in a day. And what we're ultimately doing is we're changing user habits and human habits. And, you know, if I told you, Evan, hey, I see you tie your shoelaces left to right, but actually science has found and these studies found right to left is actually quicker. You're a grown man and you've been doing it <laughs> your whole life that way. Habits are incredibly difficult to change. That's why we have issues with you know, weight and, and this and that and, and aggression and whatever it might be. So if we can start to change how people, the habitual tendencies around dating, we can start to solve things. And so I'm I'm very proud of what we've done in the Jewish world. I'm, you know, it's a community that is very important to me. And 
and when I moved to Canada, like the people that that literally became the biggest part of my life were Jewish Jewish individuals, people that came from Jewish backgrounds who I met through different events and work. And you know, they they had me into their home for you know for for, for dinners, for 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 celebrations that I wasn't really part of, but like they really just extended. And I think that's what any faith really for me at least it's it's being a good person and and it and i wouldn't turn my back because they don't exactly believe in and that's how people start to believe and start to understand so i'm just hoping we can we can help people find happiness and and find love and and do kind of you know what they want to do i think it's the same reason that you're doing what you do yeah i mean i think that's an awesome message and you're definitely doing amazing things and obviously we'll continue to with ditto and I think that the age thing is definitely an interesting aspect of the Shidduch crisis as Modit kind of transitions into more of an, a dating app than it was before. Now that we have the website Correct. and it's more like an app, it's kind of hard to like solve for age because you have to ask people how old they are and you have to ask people how old they're willing to date because you don't want to have someone who's totally out of the range. But I think a big... For sure a big part of this podcast and just like different marketing that I do is to try to like dispel these things that are habitual to people that you have to, that guys have to date girls that are younger than them. We've had podcasts talking about that. And then on Modate itself, there are different ways that we go about trying to solve the shit crisis in the sense that I don't know if you've seen, but generally in the modern Orthodox and more observant worlds, the guys are asked first about whether or not they'd want to date a specific girl. And then the girls are asked, which ultimately leads to guys having way more, I guess, power control. and suggestions and control. And so on Modate now, both sides get the potential match at the same time, which I think definitely will help even the playing field a little and hopefully won't hurt too many feelings. Anyway, it's really awesome what you're doing, but we're going to move into the Mopod's favorite segment, the Mopod lightning round, where I'm just going to fire off some quick questions and you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Sounds good. All right. What is one word you would use to describe Jewish dating? Complex. What is your favorite season of the year? Awesome. What day do you think my birthday is? You come across as an August kind of guy. No, incorrect. Okay. It's okay though. Do you do you want to go to space? Not with Elon Musk. If you saw a squirrel that had a hundred dollars in its mouth, but then dropped the money for a second to grab an acorn, would you take the money? No, I'd befriend the squirrel and share it. <laughs> okay, what is the most annoying complaint you get on a regular basis? About me or about about dating? about dating? Um guys being too picky and guys asking the wrong questions okay coffee or tea tea all right thank you luke Connolly, for coming on the mopod anything else you want our listeners to know before we sign off no i think uh, at the end of the day just i want to say a big congratulations to what you're doing you know it doesn't matter if you you don't have to change the world you know you just have to change one person's world and i think what you're doing is, is a great idea i i'm excited by you know the friendship the, the 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 relationship that you and i have got and we've started to build and you know as we build ditto out more i'd you know 
I, if we can find ways to work together, I want to, because as you said, trying to level the playing field in the modern Orthodox world is a massive, massive thing. And the crisis is, is literally, I think it's because of an unbalanced playing field. And as we've found from our, from the successes that we've had, when people have had the video interaction and they've actually met, the first thing is they've just met the person. They don't know age, they've met the person. It's hard not to fall for a person. You know, and that's that's the thing. And, you know, modate specific events, things that that really bring people together. But I think, you know, you should be very proud of what you've done, very proud of what you're trying to do. You know, you're trying to help your community. You're also, a, you know, a businessman. You're also trying to do something better. And I think, uh, you know, more, more credit to you. Yeah, same exact message to you. And you're doing it for people that you're I mean, I'm a modern Orthodox Jew and you're you're doing it for people that you don't even you're not even the same community background. Obviously, you do it for more than just modern Orthodox Jews, but still, it's just an amazing thing that you're doing, trying to help people. And I'm excited to see what Ditto the future holds. And just good luck. Thank you so much, Evan. I really appreciate it. And uh, fingers crossed we can talk again in the future when we're both sat uh, watching uh, another couple that we've helped get uh, get married. For sure. Pump the volume. Yeah.